Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Tuesday, October 10th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about a shift in interest rate expectations, funds flows, crypto aid, and more. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder... Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. After a bumpy start yesterday, markets calmed down as traders started to price in the growing conviction that the US Federal Reserve is done hiking rates. I'll talk more about this in a minute, but first, crypto markets did not join in the change of mood. At 8 a.m. Eastern Time today, Bitcoin was trading at $27,540, up only two-tenths of a percent. Ether was trading at $1,580, down six-tenths. This is puzzling since Bitcoin is more sensitive to rates expectations than most risk assets. It has no earnings expectations that can be downgraded. It has no labor and raw material input costs that can squeeze margins. It is not vulnerable to supply chain disruptions, a housing market slump, or any of the many factors that can impact stocks and bonds. Rates are its main macro variable, and with a drop in rates expectations, it would make sense that Bitcoin should recover. It could be that, for now, regulatory uncertainty is still weighing on the whole crypto ecosystem, and the attention on the Sam Bankman Free trial isn't exactly painting the industry in a favorable light. Moving on to signals in the macro market, I want to address why rates expectations have moved. In part, as I hinted at yesterday, it's to do with a hike in global market tension after the weekend's shock. US inflation is not yet conquered, but Fed Chair Jerome Powell would probably not want to light a match that could trigger a global market meltdown. Also, and this is significant, two Fed officials gave speeches yesterday which suggested that the bond market could be relied on to fulfill part of the central bank's goal, which is to title financial conditions enough to bring inflation down. This is a shift in tone. 
both the president of the Dallas Federal Reserve, Lori Logan, and the Fed Vice Chair, Philip Jefferson, suggested that bond yields were rising above where Fed funds' expectations would warrant. In other words, the Fed could leave rates at these levels for now and let the bond market do its thing. The reasoning is that higher bond yields will impact the financing capacity of corporations, which will feed through to business and consumer expenditures. And if bond yields are no longer as dependent on Fed messaging as before, the Fed, in theory, can step back. The US bond market was closed yesterday for the Columbus Day holiday. In the futures market, which was open, 10-year treasuries jumped the most since March. This wasn't entirely due to the shift in rates expectations. We're also seeing a pickup in demand for safe havens, with US government debt still seen as one of the market's safest assets. Go figure. Earlier today, the yield on 10-year treasuries, which moves inversely to the price, had dropped 4.7% after briefly breaking above 4.86% yesterday. In stocks, all major U.S. indices were up yesterday, with the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones gaining six-tenths of a percent. Both outperformed the Nasdaq, which is unusual. The more tech-heavy index gained four-tenths of a percent. Futures are pointing to further gains in early trading today. European stocks also unexpectedly had a positive start to the week, with the DAX and the Eurostock 600 gaining around 1.5%. Trading so far this morning suggests that today's moves could be even stronger, in part fueled by new reports that the Chinese government is contemplating a round of stimulus to boost its economy. This would be good news for European exporters. In Asia, Japan came back from its long weekend with enthusiasm, gaining more than 2.4% today. The Hang Seng joined in the building optimism around US rates, gaining 1.8%, It's worth remembering that the Hang Seng is more exposed to U.S. sentiment than its mainland counterpart. Chinese investors were more pessimistic. The Shanghai Composite dropped seven-tenths of a percent, as property developer Country Garden warned that it was likely to default on its debt. This would be one of China's largest corporate restructurings to date, and is likely to affect many areas of the economy. In commodities, yesterday's 4% surge in the oil price ran out of steam as the day progressed, And this morning, Brent crude is holding steady at around $88.40 per barrel. Analysts are still expecting the war in the Middle East to keep prices high, however. A possible escalation of US sanctions could impact Iranian production, and speculation is increasing that Saudi Arabia will decide to extend its production cuts. Furthermore, if the expected China stimulus succeeds in supporting economic activity, that could boost forecasts for global demand. The Middle East conflict is already having a significant impact on other areas of the energy market. Natural gas futures in Europe were up 15% yesterday, and so far today have gained another 4%. This is in response to the forced closure of a natural gas field on Israel's northern coast for security reasons. Gold was holding steady this morning, trading at $1,860 per ounce, after gaining 1.6% yesterday and more than 2% in the past two sessions. Stay with us. Next, we're going to talk about crypto community solidarity and signs of increased market interest. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. 
these cash settle contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In headlines today, we're going to talk about a welcome sign that investor interest in crypto is picking up. But first, just a few days into the conflict in the Middle East, we're already seeing crypto-based aid solutions emerge. Crypto and Web3 communities in Israel have set up an organization called Crypto Aid Israel to raise funds for displaced Israeli citizens in need of humanitarian assistance. The organization will host a wallet controlled jointly by multiple parties for additional security. This will collect donations, which can be made in Bitcoin, Ether, and the dollar-linked stablecoins USDT and USDC. Numerous Israeli banks and regulators have stepped in to help. Custody will reportedly be handled by fireblocks. Initiatives like this, spun up so quickly and efficiently, highlight how compassionate and resourceful the crypto community can be. It is also a showcase for how effective blockchain rails are for getting humanitarian aid to those in need, with fewer middlemen and greater transparency. Other initiatives will probably emerge, but unfortunately, we do have to implore everyone to verify sources you're sending donations to, as there will always be unscrupulous individuals who take advantage of people's generosity. Always check the reputation of firms asking for donations, and be vigilant. Next, CoinShare's latest weekly funds report showed the strongest inflow into listed crypto investment vehicles since July, with total inflows of $78 million in one week. Around 40% of this came from Germany, 30% from Switzerland, with the US accounting for a meager 3%. More than half of the funds went into long Bitcoin vehicles, and surprisingly, 30% went into Solana. That's it for today's episode. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.